Hey, Rob Brown here. This is the Success in Accounting podcast. As part of the Accounting Influencers Podcast Network, the show goes out every Monday to over 30,000 accountants, CPAs, bookkeepers, fintech professionals all over the world. And we are departing from our usual kind of shows that we do here on the Monday Success in Accounting show to bring you some relevant news as we edge towards 2023. We come to the end of 2022. We're emerging from the pandemic. And I've chosen a selection of high-quality guests to just review 2022 and the whole pandemic thing for the accounting profession and the fintechs, the governing bodies, the software companies, the vendors, the professional institutes, associations, networks, alliances that serve the accounting profession. What have been the challenges, the opportunities? What have we learned? And then these same people are looking ahead to 2023 as a preview to the year, identifying some of the challenges and the opportunities and what might be coming up for the accounting profession. So enjoy these for the next few weeks. We'll go December and into January to tee you up for the whole year and give you the very best insights on what is happening wherever you are in the world. And uh, we hope you'll enjoy them. Then we'll be picking up on our series of women in accounting panels looking at diversity, DEI, and getting the views and insights from some of the most senior women leaders in the accounting and fintech world from all over, and talking about their journeys and their leadership lessons. Enjoy the show, and let's get started. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents Success in Accounting. Sponsored by IRIS. Welcome to the Accounting Influencers Podcast Network with me, Rob Brown. We are doing a series as we come to the end of 2022 and emerge into 2023 with a few authoritative, declarative leaders in the accounting space, just to make some sense of what has happened and give us some insights on what might be coming up. I'm thrilled to have with me today an old friend and one of the true accounting legends. It's Sam Louis from Praxity. Hello there. Rob, good to be with you today. You too, Samantha, if I may. Now, listen, it's been a crazy year. We're not just talking about 2022 here, but looking back as we emerge from the pandemic, just to make some sense of what has happened and what might be coming up. So why don't you just sum up for us the year in the accounting world? Any surprises, any key findings or outcomes from where you're sitting? Because you're talking to firms all the time. Well, we are. And, you know, we, we're lucky enough to have a really global alliance. So we're talking to firms across the world and thinking about what's happening in different markets. Um, and there's a few common themes. Um, it's been, I think, on the whole, a jolly good year. Um, although we're seeing the impact of inflation, world events, I think for the accounting profession as a whole, it's been a jolly good year. Our firms have grown. Um, we had our world uh, conference earlier this year in October. And some of the key things that were out of coming out of there were around, you know, the focus on customer experience, um, how how important it is to think about how you keep in touch with your clients, how to measure how successful you are at keeping your clients happy while still retaining that independence. That's so important. Mm. So I think it's been I think it's been a, a good year. Um, and for me, a good year actually has no surprises. So that's good. <laughs> uneventful in a way <laughs> in a way and I but think when, we need one of those frankly but when you talk about those themes of client experience putting the client first hasn't that been the theme for accountants for many years has something happened do you feel that has driven that to the fore so I think we've now got some technology and some tools that really enable us to measure it and right. you know what gets measured gets done what yeah. gets put into your performance appraisal gets done 
Yeah. Um, so I think that that's one of the big changes that we're seeing. We did a, a survey amongst our firms and we asked them, you know, how are you measuring it? What metrics are you using? And so we're going to be undertaking a really big project this year, thinking about how we measure client service um, across the alliance. So I'm, I'm quite excited about that. My daughter's come home. She's studying in North Carolina at the moment. But she's obviously from us here in Nottingham in the UK. And this term wicked problems has come up to describe these very complex problems like global poverty or human trafficking or environmental change and carbon neutral in and all of these things going on that can't be solved with one person or one approach you need that diversity of thought and you cast in the net with the research and asking people what are you seeing what are your perspectives what do you have to say about this that's vital with things like the environment and and social and governance well, I think that's exactly right. And it's, and it's not, you know, we, we have a big focus right now on climate change, but yeah. actually we often forget about the S and the G because sometimes the E is in conflict with the S part of it, because we also need to think about society. We need to think about issues like poverty. We need to think about emerging economies, many of whom feel, well, if you're a, you know, a, a, a large economy, you've had the benefit of coal-fired power, we can't afford maybe um, to invest in, in you know, carbon neutral sources of energy, but we've got a lot of coal in the ground and why won't you let us mine that and burn it and build our economy that way? So I think the biggest challenge is, is probably balancing the E and the S all the time thinking about the G. And I think the governance part is so important too. How we run our organizations, how we treat our people internally, um, the impact our organizations have on, on our environment, the impact they have on the communities in which we operate, all critical, critical. Mm. There's a lot been going on in the accounting profession as we emerge from the pandemic. Uh, what do you say about the kind of shape the profession is in generally, Sam? Well, I was lucky enough to be in Mumbai at the World Congress of Accountants, which is hosted by IFAC um, every four years. And this um, in 2022, um, hosted particularly by the Institute of Chartered Accountants of India. And there were some 6,000 accountants from around the world there. Um, and I promise you, at the end of that, you actually walked away feeling, oh, actually, as a profession, we're, we're in pretty good shape. What was interesting is there were 6,000 people in the room, so to speak, um, plus there was hybrid as well. So, I mean, just that alone is something new about how mm. we operate um, in terms of conferences around the world. Um, some of the themes that came out there um, were how important accountants are um, in terms of the role they play in enabling sustainability, um, how we really need to collaborate for inclusive growth. It's really about emerging and emerged economies working together. The importance of integrity, ethical leadership and trust and how that you know, just continues to be a key underpinning of all that we do within the profession. And then the bit that I found particularly exciting was supporting economic growth and the role that accountants have to do in that through nurturing innovation, fintech startups, giving expert advice to people who are starting their own businesses, helping them you know, manage their cash through that all-important first five years as they start to grow and be successful, that they don't sort of grow themselves into bankruptcy. For example, there's a lot of weight on the shoulders of accountants standing in the gap there, making sense of everything that's going on in the world and speaking with authority and clarity into that complexity that the business owners really need these days. So, 
if I were to ask you to put your school teacher hat on and, and give the profession a grade or, or some kind of comment for performance, what might you reply? Well, first you have to tell me what's the rating system. Are we going well, you know, A, B, C, D? Are we going A star? Are we going? <laughs> you're the teacher. A anything you like might even just be a comment. Very good or could do better. Or it could be an A, B, C or a percentage or but just a, a general feel. Sure. So for me, it's an A. Yeah. Um, I think the profession has really responded to changes well um, and successfully and in fact led on some of the changes. Mm. Um, and I think they're really good at con um, continuous improvement. It's, it's, I don't see any firms really that I come across standing still in terms of their thinking, in terms of what they're doing. The leadership is always thinking about, you know, what should we be doing next? Where should we be going? But I think there's, it's not an A plus because I think there's an area that we could do better. And I think we could do better in doing some public relations for the profession itself. I just don't, and you've heard me say this before, I just don't think we do enough to make people excited about joining the profession. Mm. Um, and so I'd, I'd really like to see some, maybe some coordination, but just really reaching out about what a great qualification it is to do. And actually what a great field it is to work in because whatever your interest, you know, you're seeing all, all industries, um, it's a great place to work. Mm. That's so true that the accounting profession is perhaps suffering from an image problem. We know that potential graduates look at an accounting degree and think, is that worth it? We know the starting salaries of legal graduates is almost twice as high as accounting graduates. We know there's some leakage of talent out of accounting practice into industry, into a commerce, into fintech. Mm -hmm. And that's happening for a reason. Might even be the business models and the, the old-fashioned partner model and the equity and everything else. So maybe some aspect of getting the house in order to draw out the great success stories that come from a career in accounting. That's exactly it, you know. And it really is one of those professions that can take you anywhere you want to go. Mm. And it's mobile, you know. You can go anywhere in the world because if you... Accounting standards, for example, pretty much the same wherever you go. Yeah, sure, some changes in terms of local GAAP, but, you know, you, you're pretty much there. Mm. Um, whereas if you're in the legal profession, you have to retake your exams from scratch. So you've really got loads of opportunities and not just where you are, but anywhere in the world. You've got great flexibility. No, I think it's a fabulous profession. Yeah. Now, you mentioned the A grade for the accounting profession. Obviously, with Praxity, you're dealing with very progressive proactive firms but there will be some firms out there that perhaps have fallen short a little bit complacent a little bit arrogant we've grown this year we don't need to change too much as we enter into a new world what are some of the problems with those firms that can't or won't change them <laughs> well the firms there will be casualties yeah, the firms that won't change are the ones that won't embrace technology as a platform for delivery um, because the people aren't coming into the profession. So if you're not thinking about how you're going to change your, your, your resourcing model, how you're going to use technology to deliver better client service, I just think you're going to get smaller and smaller and smaller because your clients are going to go somewhere else. Mm. People sometimes talk about accounting, auditing you know, being some sort of a commodity, but it's not. It's absolutely about people and it's the people and the relationships um, on top of the underlying expertise, for sure, that, that make firms great. And if you're not working at all of those aspects and pulling all of those levers, you're going nowhere fast and your clients are going to go somewhere else. They really are. 
they want to feel valued they want to feel important whether they're you know a fortune number five on the fortune 100 list or whether they're a small corner shop you know and and but the business is equally important to them so that client service is critical the other thing i think that's going to happen to complacent accounting firms is they're not going to get people because they're not going to accept that the workforce expectations of the office have changed. And I don't think they're going back to pre-pandemic expectations. I would be surprised ever again. I think that that flexibility has to be be baked into your offering now. What about the accounting associations, alliances, networks, that space where you live, Sam? What kind Mm. of a year has it been for you guys? Well, I think it's been an interesting year because, as you know, uh, Rob, it's been my first year flying solo. So um, there's been a lot lot of learning for me personally um, and and getting to know a whole lot of people and and really understand the space. Um, I think it's been a year of of us all being in it together from an alliance network and, and an association point of view. There's so much change happening that it's, and we're all facing the same challenges, whether it's, you know, our firms emerging from the pandemic, um, the situation in Ukraine, how do we deal with rising inflation um, from a salary point of view, from a firm cost base point of view, supply chain disruption, the energy crisis. I mean, it's Mm. all, it's all there. It's all happening one on top of the other. And I think we're all in it together. And so working together to try and solve some of these issues or understand what other people are doing about the issues has been really important. Yeah. Um, you know, these are big, tough global challenges. And so we really need to take a, a combined collaborative approach on it. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Let's look ahead to 2023, crystal ball mm-hmm. time, if you like. January is coming on as fast. What do you feel are some of the big challenges that firms and individual accountants perhaps will have to deal with? Oh, I think it's all about people. And I'm harping on that a lot. I think this chat, but um, finding enough and training them is going to be important because you don't want your existing staff to burn out. Um, You need to be intentional about the new business that you take on because it's fantastic to have new business. But if you can't resource it properly, you're not going to do a great job on the new business and your existing people are going to leave because they just can't cope. So I think the biggest challenge for for firms is going to be people and for individuals is going to be to manage that stress and make sure they don't get burnt out. Yeah. In terms of opportunities, many firms have shown great growth over the last year or so in in a way that we might not have expected but then clients have been ever more demanding on even just the compliance stuff let alone all the advisory side of things so where will accounting firms find their biggest opportunities in the coming year do you think dare i say people again well i thought you might say yes actually (laughs) that's another big area as well esg but But in in addition to people um we're seeing tax becoming increasingly important and tax expertise global tax particularly um, our member firms um, are seeing their clients' supply chains moving, being reconfigured, and businesses needing support as they grow internationally. So that that um, ability to deal with international tax or, or cross-border tax is becoming really a key opportunity. We've chatted about ESG presenting challenges and opportunities, um, and the opportunities for firms there lie in non-traditional assurance outside of the sort of back half of the annual report. Um, outside of the numbers and of course the advisory side of ESG as well and then I think another opportunity is about rethinking your offering to staff obviously the money is important but it's also about thinking about the culture that you you're creating 
and the benefits that you're offering. In the world for talent, if your employer brand doesn't stand out and your website looks the same as all the other accounting firms and you're not telling that story about why it's great to work here, you're going to struggle, aren't you? Exactly. And if you're not passionate and excited and your managers aren't passionate and excited, then your juniors certainly aren't going to be passionate and excited. Is that one of the key areas, Sandy, you think will separate the good accounting firms from the great ones in 2023? Well, it is. It it absolutely is. But I also think it's about the ability to grow and think about your growth very strategically. So chatting to one of our our audit leads, asking, you know, how's business? And he said, well, business is great and it would be even better if I had more people. And I thought that was quite telling because they're actually looking at each client each well each new client and thinking do we really want this business how does it fit into our portfolio how does it fit into our opportunity um, that we want to create for ourselves Um, and I think that that's that's really important can we resource it properly Um, is the risk right and then um, as you mentioned earlier you know the firms really good firms the great firms are going to be differentiating themselves they're not going to be you know same website um, same pictures Um, you know, they're going to be thinking about how they communicate what makes their DNA a little bit different. Mm. And what will happen, Sam, to the firms that have had a good year and feel they don't necessarily have to change much? Things are going to progress, will grow again next year. Complacency, arrogancy, can't change, won't change. Forecast the future for them. Well, we've had quite a nice year in 2022. I don't think 2023 is going to be such a nice year because I think we are seeing huge inflationary pressures. Um, we're seeing costs rise for businesses. There's a point to which they can no longer pass those costs on to their clients. Um, and so, you know, I might be staffing up my liquidation team and my business administration team mm. and, and thinking about that. Recovery, um, reorganization, insolvency, yeah. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not sure that the, the next two years are going to be that great from an economic perspective. Mm, interesting. It's, and that uh, will impact on firms. It will. And that's international, isn't it, Sam? The whole economy throughout the world. It, yeah. Talk to us about what's coming up for your world, the associations, networks, alliances, those membership organizations that serve the accounting profession. So I'm keeping a really close eye on the kind of impact of venture and other capital in this market. Mm. Um, We've seen a lot coming in looking for really high returns. And I'm interested to see how that impacts on firm culture. Um, We're already seeing quite a few reshuffling of firms, firms growing, mergers, acquisitions. So I think that that's going to have a big impact um, across across the alliances and associations as as firms get taken over or choose to join forces with another firm. So I'll be keeping quite a close eye on that. That's definitely on my radar for next year. Well, we've seen a lot of consolidation in the firms themselves and private equity and venture capital is seeing returns. They must be seeing something in accounting firms. So why not in the networks and associations that serve them? Well, that would be that would be interesting to see if that happens. Um, I haven't heard of any alliances or associations who are thinking of of going public, but uh, you never some might, know. <laughs> some might merge with one another as the space becomes more competitive, Sam, perhaps. It's, it's possible. And I think it's not something we're considering, but I, I could see why, you know, if, you, if you're smaller, there might be some safety in numbers. Yeah. Well, Sam, that's been terrific. I'm just going to ask you in closing, what are you most excited about next year? It's tumultuous. Uh, it's ever-changing. 
but with so many doors closing, so many other doors open, you're very passionate and enthusiastic about what you do. And we've seen that with what you brought to Praxita this year with your enthusiasm. So uh, what makes you so excited about the next year? So I think we're going to see some exciting, as I said, changes in the world of business, uh, exciting changes in the standards around ESG. And I think that the impact of that's going to be huge. And, and that really is, I'm excited for, for next year. Um, I'm also excited to see, you know, come the end of the year, how, how, how we've, we've grown, because we have some good growth plans as Praxity, um, and how we've fared in servicing our existing members. You know, we've had a great year last year mm. in terms of new members. Um, we, we quite, as you know, have some quite strict criteria about who, who we take on board. Um, and there's a great pipeline of people who'd like to join. And so I'm, I'm really excited about that growth, that kind of organic growth. It's certainly been a stellar year for Praxity. And uh, a stellar year is hopefully coming up for you on the accounting profession generally. Sam Lewis from Praxity, thank you so much for your time and your passion today. Thanks, Rob. Always good to talk. Improve your practice while decreasing how hard you work to make your firm really fly. Sponsored by Iris.